Hello everybody, this is Captain Hanson. Welcome to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots, where we talk about wrestling every time, all the time. And here with me is We Are Cats. Yo-ho! Alright, and we're going to get to it. There's been a lot of event, a lot of wrestling events that's happened this entire week, so we're just going to try and knock them down as best as we can. So, let's just get going. So, first we're going to talk about is uh, AEW's Firefest, Night 2 of Firefest, and I have to say, it was really, it was a really great show. Oh, yes. It was really, really, really great. Um, some, though, there's at least, like, one or two matches here, maybe three, that could, that could be, like, up there as, a match of the year contenders, so we're just gonna get to it. So, what do we got with the first match? Um, night two? Yes. yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, it is the, uh, tag team match for the AEW... Uh, World Tag Team Championship, and it seems that Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Adam Page retain their titles by defeating Private Party. This was right. a this was a great match to start out with. Uh, it showed that Private Party is evolving little by little, and they're improving their skills. Hey, they got Matt Hardy by their side, so ho 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 ho! Else, are they gonna learn from the best? Yeah, um, and I think that uh, Omega and Page are doing great as well. And it's kind of also hinting a little bit that we might get to see the Kenny Omega of old. The Kenny Omega from New Japan. You know, the Terminator Kenny Omega. The Showstopper Kenny Omega. So, you know, the best in the world Kenny Omega. So, that we might see that later down in the future. So that'd be pretty good. And even though um, Private Party lost, it, it, it shows that uh, they're contenders. Mm-hmm. So, even if they lost, they're back down to the bottom of the list. You can, you can know for sure that they will work their way back up, and they're going to claim it. Yeah, they will eventually be champions. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, and then what do we got on uh, next match? We have just a regular old singles match, Lance Archer with Jake, the Snake Roberts. Mm-hmm. Um, they defeated well, Lance Archer defeated uh, Bad Boy Joey Janela. Yep, with Sunny Kiss, and um, a good match. This, this was a good palate cleanser of a match. Uh, just straight up brute strength. A lot of people think that this was a squash match for Joey Janela. No, I think I think this is going to put Joey Janela in a situation where it's like, you know what? I'm going to focus more on the tag team situation with Sunny Kids because they've been on a roll as a tag team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... This, this might be a good thing. This might be a good thing. And then uh, the next match, i definitely going to say it was one of the best matches of the night. Uh, one of two best matches of the night. And this is one of these matches that are, I would consider to be uh, a contender for match of the year. Either as it as it is or from a tag team point of view. Yes, the eight-man tag team match between... Uh, the Butcher and the Blade, and the return of the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, and they actually defeated FTR of Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, and the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. Yeah, fast paced, start to finish. It was technical wrestling and uh, ground and pound wrestling, and luchador style wrestling, all in one can't say anything bad. Everybody did their part. Everybody had a spot. They had a moment. Well, uh, the, mo- mo- the, the moment was when uh, Pentagon Jury got hit. Um, he, he was on his force. 
and um, Ray Phoenix used him as a catapult to get one of the Young Bucks and do a Canadian Destroyer on the crowd below. Match of the Year contender, folks, right oh, there. We thought, remember um, last year when they did uh, for the Triple A Championship and it was that jump from the ladder? Oh, yeah, onto the table. Onto the table. We thought that was nuts. No. <laughs> oh, man. What, what would those crazy kids think next? Yeah. All right. Um, next, we had Nyla Rose uh, defeating... Um, Kenzie Page and uh, uh, Kylan King. Yeah. Uh, just a simple squash Clocking match. Clocking in at two, 2.11, and the only thing that what came out of that squash match was that Nyla Rose announcing that she will have a manager on her side. Yeah, so we'll just wait and see who the manager is. Um, if I was a betting man, I wouldn't mind seeing Vicky Guerrero being the manager. Mm. So it, it could be someone, someone else huge. True, true. So we just gotta wait and see, see for. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then next. Oh, uh, the six-man tag team match. Between Colt Cabana and the Dark Order, uh, Brody Lee and Stu Grayson. Ah, Mr. Brody Lee. Mr. Brody Lee. Uh, they actually defeated SoCal Uncensored, uh, SCU, uh, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpion Sky. This was good. I like it for the narrative that it was telling because, you know, Mr. Brody Lee was, was encouraging Colt Cabana to do this, to do that. Coco Man was taking orders, and especially too in, in the beginning of uh, before the whole match, you heard that uh, backstage thing, and you heard Coco Bana says, "All right, all right, I'll do my best, Mister Mister Lee." You know, so it's kind of like you know, it looks like he might have joined the Dark Order, you know, stuff like that. But it's like story wise, it's really good, it's really intriguing. Story wise, I done. the match was good itself, not bad, you know, it was really good. Um, and then we have the main event. Chris Jericho with uh, Santana and Ortiz. Uh, unfortunately, he defeated Orange Cassidy with the best friends. And, yeah, it was a great match. Oh, yeah. Start to finish, it was great. Great pacing. Great... Orange Cassidy to win, though. Yeah, well, it's like great pacing, great movesets, great everything. Um, this could be... I, I would say if it was in the talks of match of the year, I would see it as another contender run. Maybe in the middle or the bottom part of like top ten, I would see like either the bottom half of it, you know. But it was good. It was a good match. It was a really great match. Really entertaining. Uh, Jericho being Jericho himself, and then Orange Cassidy, just um, just you know, just Orange Cassidy just being who he is and just showing everyone, showing everyone um, uh, what he what he can do. You know, so um, this is not bad. So there we go. That's uh, that's Fighter Fest. So that was not bad. It was good, and it was going against uh, NXT's Bash of the Be- uh, the Great American Bash. Um, Night two of the Great American Bash. It was okay, but it felt like a regular show. It felt like something that they could you could have just slapped on, you could have you could have just put this on any regular night for NXT and just call it an NXT episode, and it would have been fine. But calling it 
the Great American Bash, but had a lineup, you know, that, that just like, okay, just go throw in there. Go, wrestle. We need you to compete against Fighter Fest 2. There was only one match on here that was competing with Fighter Fest, and it was the main event for this one. Other than that, all the matches were not bad. They were good, but I wouldn't say it was good as night one. So, yeah. So, we're going to get down to it. Uh, there was a dark match. I don't know if it was televised or not. Uh, it was a singles match, and Tony Nese defeated Leon Ruff. All right. And then going to the main. Well, pro the card proper. Uh, Candice LeRae defeated um, Maya Yim, Mia Yim, in a street fight. This was good. It was it was a good one. It was a good match. And then, which is like, whoa, uh, Bronson Reed defeated Tony Nese. <laughs> eh. Here's Sean on hand. And uh, let me see what's next. That's a singles match. Another singles match. Johnny Gargano versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. So Johnny Gargano wins. Yeah. A good match. That was a good match as well. Um, but um, from here, I'm just saying, from here, then it felt like it was just basically an NXT show. Because the other matches were just like, eh, you know. They're, they're, they're not bad. But it's just, eh. And then we have the six-man tag team match between the Legado del Fantasma, uh, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul Mendoza. They defeated the team of Drake Maverick and Breezango. That is Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Yeah. And then the next match I just felt really bad. Oh, the, a squash match. Singles match between Mercedes Martinez, who defeated Santana Garrett. They should have got more time. That this match would have been a great main event match on NXT on, on any other NXT show. I just think it was just horrible booking right here. They they I I've seen Mercedes Martinez wrestle. I know what she's capable of. I know she could have done better. Given her if you if you gave these two if you gave these two women like a 10, 15 minute time limit match, I think they can go all the way and put up a hell of a match. But just giving them like less than three minutes, that's that's bull. They deserved better. Way better. And then you have the main events. Keith Lee, the North American champ, going against Adam Cole, the NXT champ. In the winner-takes-all singles match for the NXT championship and NXT North American championship. And uh, Keith Lee is the talk of the moments, I guess, because he defeated Adam Cole. Yeah. So, congratulations to Keith Lee. He is, I think, the first person in NXT history to to have the North American Championship and the then the NXT Championship um, at the same time. So, congratulations to him. Um, now, here comes the interesting part: Adam Cole. There's rumors and speculations that are saying that Adam Cole might be called up to the main roster. By himself without the Undisputed Era, or he might not resign and leave WWE. And isn't there a rematch clause? No, I don't know. 
So, um, I'm just saying, because if there is a rematch clause and he goes against Keith Lee, yeah. and if he loses again, then that'll bring up more speculation of, like, he's not gonna, he's not willing to, uh, resign or... Or, or, or move up to, um, you know, the main roster, but, yeah, these are rumors right now, uh, speculations, we don't know, we kinda have to wait and see what's gonna happen with Adam Cole, because the only person that knows what Adam Cole's gonna do is Adam Cole himself. So, all in all, um, the Great American Bash was okay. The first night was a hell of a lot better than the second night. The main event for the second night, I think, was the best next to the Candice Lorraine and Mayim match. Um, but if you took out the main event, this could have been a solid show by itself. But I wouldn't necessarily call it Bash of the Beach. We knew why they did... Not Bash of the Beach. Oh, well, Bash of the Beach. Yeah, I'm thinking WCW. Uh, the Great American Bash. Um, we all know why the Great American Bash was created here. Why they did a two-night thing. We all know why. So, you know, we're not we're not going to just, like, talk about it to death. We're just... You know, we knew why. Look what happened. This is what you get. You know? But all in all, it was no... It, it, it was no okay paper. Okay booking. Just the second night suffered more than the first night. So, let's just go with that. Alright, so moving along from North America, going to Japan. Uh, we just found uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Two nights back-to-back. They had the New Japan Cup uh, with the final with uh, Kazuchika Okada and Evil. And Evil is your 2020 New Japan, New Japan Cup winner. Defeat Talking at 31 minutes and 50 seconds. Yeah. Um, it was good. He went and that gave him the right to go against uh, Tatsuya Naito the following day at Dominion at the Osaka Joe Hall. One of the best things that I have to say about both of these shows, audience. We got to have and see audience at these shows. Not full audience. It's reduced. Yeah, mind you, yes. Um, what they did at the Osaka, uh, the Osaka Joha, they let about almost 4,000 people in. Almost 4,000 people because the venue holds up 12,000. So, but, um, how the way they, how the way they spread out the people, how the way that the people were polite and everything and they had their masks. They, they, they all had their mask on. Um, it was good. It was great to actually see people at a wrestling event. And I hope that none of those people did anything foolish or silly as taking off their mask or do anything to get, uh, to spread the coronavirus or anything like that or to get other people sick. So, all in all, it was great to see people at an event. It's now it's the waiting game and time will tell if there was people that got exposed to the coronavirus or not. But how the way that you didn't hear the cheers. That was the other interesting thing. We didn't hear cheers. If there was spots that the people liked, they would have cheered, they would have yelled, they would have done stuff. All they did was just clap loudly to show their appreciation of that spot or that set or that movement and everything. You know? And you know what? I was cool with that. So, with that in mind, 
you know, um, with the New Japan Cup, it was great to have people there. There was a lot of great matches. Main event match, we saw Evil win. He turned on Naito. He turned on um, Los Angeles de Japón. And he is part of the Bullet Club. That was great twist, great storytelling. And now we move on to Dominion in Osaka Joha. And here is the cards. Uh, we start off with the uh, six-man tag team match. Actually, there's three of them. <laughs> back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first of them is the first one of the team of uh, Satoshi Kojima, Yuji Nagata, and Yusuke Taguchi. And they defeated the, the team of the great uh, great bash heel, uh, Tomoaki Honma and Togi Makabe. And Gabriel Kidd via submission. Mm-hmm. So technically it was, uh, I think it was... Uh, Gabriel Nag- Kidd lost. No, no, he was the one who lost by submission, but I think it was Nagata who... who yeah, who, who got the pin for the group. Yeah. So, um, not a bad match. It was good. It was a great way to start, you know. Uh, it's great. It's always great to see Hama wrestling and, you know, and uh, Makabe wrestling as well. Uh, Gabriel Kidd from the LA Dojo. He, um... I have to give him credit. He wanted to go toe-to-toe against Nagata. Lost. But, uh... Kid got a lot of moxie in him, you know. Mm-hmm. He's showing his worth. He's showing what, you know, what the do- what the LA Dojo is all about. And you know what? Um, bright future for the kid. Yeah. Bright future. You know, give him a give him a couple more years in Japan. Get a mentor there. You know, he could be one of the good ones. He could be one of the good ones. Then we have the second six-man tag team match between uh, three members of Los Ingobernables de Japón, Sanada, Hiromu Takahashi, and Bushi. And they defeated the team of Chaos, well, some of their members, uh, Tomoro Ishii, Toru Yano, and then Yota Tsuji, uh, the young lion, via submission. Um, I think it was a good match, and it, but, but it shows uh, that we didn't discuss from... Uh, the controversial conclusion of the tournament mm-hmm. where Evil turned on Los Ingobernables de Japón. Yeah, he just did. He, oh, well, yeah, and he went with the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can tell that even though they won, it was still a uh, bittersweet. Yeah. They were still, like... Angry. Angry at the, at the betrayal and, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, Ugh. Yeah. So, it, yeah... But it was it was a good match. It was a good match. Uh, just clocked in a little bit over ten minutes. So, all right, and then we got another third match. Yes, the and well, third six man tag tag team match between uh, the team of Suzuki Gun um, without Su- uh, Minoru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, El Desperado, and Doki, and they defeated the team of Hiroshi Tenzan. Master Wato, you know, the made his comeback yeah. from Mexico, and Yuya Uemura, uh, the young lion. Yeah. Um, not a bad match. This was pretty good. Desperado, I think, was the workhorse in this match. Um, Tenzal was good, too. The young lion was great as well. I think the one person in this match that kind of still a little green 
is the Master Wato. Um, he's okay. I'm not going to bash on the guy. He is okay. He's not great. He's not bad. He's okay. Um, give this, you know, give Master Wato maybe like six months to a year of ring action in New Japan. And once he finds his footing, then I think you know he'll be a good he'll be a good wrestler. But he did show all of uh, the stuff. He did show some of the stuff he learned while he was in Mexico, though. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But like I said, just give him some time to get his footing in. Yeah, you but know. Yeah, he had good teachers. Yeah, he definitely had good teachers. Okay. And now we go to the ta- a regular tag team match. Um. Between the team of the Bullet Club, some of the Bullet Club, uh, Yujiro Takahashi and Taiji Shimori were accompanied by Ghetto. And uh, they actually defeated uh, the team of uh, members of Chaos, of uh, Kazuchika Okada and Hiroki Goto. Yeah. Um, Not bad. It's okay. Um, I'm just going to say it right now. Chaos looks like they're having a bad year this year. They've been losing a lot. It could be a part of a storyline. could be a major part of a major storyline, but later down the road, but who knows. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. But all in all, it was a pretty good match. And also, too, uh, Goto looked like he got cut in the face, and he was bleeding from the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, so hope he's okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what do we got next? We have the three um, championship matches mm-hmm. of the evening. The first one is the singles match for the never open weight championship. Uh, champ Shingo Takagi retains by defeating Sho. This was a good match. Talking in at barely at over a little over twenty minutes. This was a good match. This was great. Um, it shows Sho and Takagi still have a lot left in the tank. I think I could see them going one more round. You know. Um, but all in all, it was good. It was heavy hitting. Um, and it was great. I, I actually enjoyed this one a lot. Yeah, some moments were very fast, fast paced. And, mm-hmm. and uh, especially with Show, like, yeah, he really he really tried his hardest. But still, Takagi would just not. He just wouldn't stay down. Yeah. Um, I, I got to commend Show because after that one that he got over him in, in the New Japan Cup, you know, and how the way his show came out, all swollen and everything, you know. It's like, he, he could leave the tag team division for a while and maybe have a really good singles run. You know, who knows? Who knows? But yeah. Alright, so then what do we got next? The tag team match for the IWGP Tag Team Championship. The team of Dangerous Techers, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr., are your new champions as they defeated Golden Ace, the team of Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi. An- another great match. This was really good. Uh, tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. really did a number. Uh, and, it, and it got serious when Tai Chi took out his pants and you know he was in tights. Yeah. That's when he takes it serious. And I like how Tai Chi brought out the, the iron fingers <laughs> oh man I was, I was just like yeah hey, it's iron fingers oh man you know 
but they were doing a real number on uh, Tanahashi, especially his knees. And it looked like Kota Ibushi got knocked out, got hurt. Yeah, but then like... they hurt him. Well, then they decided to beat the crap out of him after the match was done. Yeah. You know, he got, they brought him back up, and then they just beat the crap some more. And like, yeah, we're done. We took him out. <laughs> we're done. We're finished. Yeah. So, congratulations to uh, Suzuki Gun and the Dangerous Techers. All right. And then we get to the main event. The singles match for the, I, the, the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship. So, it's the double belt. Yeah. And we have a new champion and the second person to be double champion. And Evil defeated Tetsuya Naito. But uh, the ending was just as controversial because of Dick Togo. Yes. Um, he showed up, he interfered. Then that nasty uh, slam on, uh, against Naito with Evil. That it looked like he landed on his neck, as always. One, two, three. Then the rest of the Bullet Club, ass whooping. And then... Um, Hiromu Takahashi's dramatic Oscar-worthy performance of Vengeance as he wants to take on Evil for the titles. Yeah. So, so with, with, that, with, with that right there, it just shows that Evil is the new leader of Bullet Club. Um, the reason why I say that is because, okay, look, the GOD's not there. Bad Luck is not there. Um, White's not there. So they kind of need a new a new leader, and they need that new leader. And um, and yeah, and with Evil winning both of the belts, it looks like he's going to be the new heel, the new big heel, and the new leader of the Bullet Club. Um, and I think this is a smart move, because now you got new narratives, new storylines, new things that can happen with the group. And um, and there's, and there's going to be like an all-out crazy war, a faction, a war faction, right now, especially against, especially between Bullet Club and um, Los Singles Granados de Japón. So there's going to be one hell of a bloody faction war, you know. And um, if evil change, who else, who's to say that somebody from Bullet Club is going to, you know, switch allegiances? Well, we don't know. Yeah, that's the same, you know. And who else to say that maybe um, Lij might team up with Chaos? You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, but like Spock said it, you know that good quote from a prince who who was uh, I think he was betrayed, and then he got his head cut off as a result. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. Not necessarily a good quote, but it's a hell of a good one. Yeah. But um all in all, um Dominion was a good show. It it was good. They had a lot of the the fans back. Even though fans were surprised with, with Evil winning. Um and I think this is a good show. This was a really good show. Both nights, the new uh, the New Japan Cup final and uh, Dominion were really good shows, and it shows that if things if things turn out right, and if looks good, and if people didn't get didn't get sick or exposed to the COVID nineteen, we might start seeing more shows from New Japan 
with people. Well, like they how actually the, had two, two, uh, I wanted to search it and bring it up, but they actually did have like, I think one or two venues that they were scheduling. Right. But, uh, what the, oh no, wait, that's, that's Dominion. Uh, well, I can't really, uh, search it that much, but, uh, right. wait, Sengoku Lord. Oh, Sengoku Lord. Oh, okay. In Nagoya. So, let me translate the tweets. All cards for the Aichi tournament on Saturday, July 25th has been determined. Decided, excuse me. Um, in the main event, Hiromu collided with Evil, who betrayed him in the Double Crown Championship. So it looks like that is an official uh, match. Desperado challenges Takagi's never thrown for the first time. Okada and Yujiro have achieved their first single in five years. And Tanabashi... Tanabashi or Tanahashi? It should be Tanahashi. Tanahashi and Ibushi clash with Taichi and Zack with a tag of ten people. So it's five on five. So it looks like, what, Suzuki Gun? Yes. Versus uh, um, Golden Ace. Uh, that looks like uh, Yuji Nagata. Mm -hmm. um, Tenzan. Mm -hmm. And uh, Master Wato. So it's a five on five. Okay. So that's just... You know, going on on July 25th. Man, so... Ah, oh man. So we just gotta wait and see if they're gonna have people on and that And there's event. some more mm -hmm. matches, but that can wait for another time. Yeah. So. But that is the next venue. That's in two weeks. Yeah. So, let's just wait and see if they have announcements for people on, and, and the event and everything like that. But still, this is great. It's good to see New Japan back like this. So, coming back to the United States... This week, we are going to have Fight for the Fallen. AEW is already going to have Fight for the Fallen. They already have four matches on the card. Um, we don't know if they're going to have any more. Oh, So we're going to look at the cards, and when we're going to uh, make our predictions on it. So. Hmm. And, of course, uh, cards are subject to change. So first we got John Moxley going against Brian Cage with Taz. Uh, it's a single match for the AEW World Championship. Um, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be a flip of a coin on here. I think it's still too early for Moxley to drop the belt to Brian Cage. And at the same time, it's also a bit too early for Brian Cage to lose the credibility of the FTW Championship. The original yes. FTW Championship made, made possible by Taz. Yeah. So, um, this is going to be interesting. So... Um, up next, we also have Cody going against Sonny Kiss for the TNT Championship. This is going to be good. I don't see Cody losing the belt anytime soon. So, if I was a betting man, I would just bet on Cody to keep the belt. Mm. But I know he will try to put over Sonny Kiss in this match. And Sonny Kiss might have one of his best matches in this, in, uh, as a single opponent. As in a single wrestling crew. Alright, and then up next we got FTR going against the Lucha Brothers in a tag team match. So that's going to be an interesting match because this is going to be the first time FTR is going against the Lucha Brothers. And you got a Luchador style tag team going against a ground and pound old school wrestling team. So two different contrasts of ideology and styles clashing for the first time. So that's going to be good. So that's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. And then we have a six-man tag with the Elite 
with Kenny Omega, um, Matt and Nick Jackson. Young Bucks. Uh, yeah. Going against uh, Jurassic Express, the Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. So this is going to be interesting as well. Um, Jungle Boy right now, he's hot right now. Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt are hot right now. Um, Omega's hot. The, uh, the Young Bucks are hot as well. So it's going to be interesting to see different styles of wrestling. Well, similar, but yet somewhat different at the same time style of wrestling. And I think the X Factor, the one person that's going to that's going to play a huge role will be Luchasaurus because of the, of the height, the strength, and the style of wrestling. You know? So it would be interesting to see. Yeah, and um, I'm sure there's going to be a bunch more matches. Possibly what Hikaru Shida might, uh, you know, we don't know. Right. We have to wait till um, this Wednesday. This coming Wednesday. Yeah. But is it going to be, did they say it was going to be two nights or just one night? Just one night. So it's right after, yeah. And so. also there's no, like, you know, they're going to do blood and guts. Yeah, we're all I don't think waiting so. for. Yeah. Well, obviously not yet, but. Yeah. So we just got to wait for that one. I'm just saying there's going to be something, you know, going on, like, you know, like a street fight or something like that. Yeah. So. And just to let you guys know that uh, Night for the Fallen, the show is going to be. Ra- the oh, yeah, Fight for the Fallen. Uh, the show is going to be raising money for the COVID 19 relief, uh, which they'll be adding uh, $1 million already donated by uh, the Khan family. So. And I think they're going to be having. Um, I think special merchandise. During this event, that you can actually buy, and all that all that money will proceeds and uh, will head to the COVID nineteen relief fund. So that's good. So um, if you're on Twitter and any other social media or stuff like that, look up at AEW, and when they have like certain things that they're going to be selling, go ahead sell. You're supporting a good cause. All right, and then last for the show, we are going to look at the cards. For the upcoming Extreme Rules, <laughs> or as it's called now, the horror show at Extreme Rules. Mm. So, yeah. So, these are the cards that they have. Uh, cards are subject to change, and so on and so forth. Okay, so we have Drew McIntyre putting the WWE Championship on the line against Dolph Ziggler. Um, the stipulations of the match has yet to be determined. Mm. So, we got to wait and see. Then we got Asuka putting the ti- putting the Raw Women's uh, Championship title on the line against Sasha Banks. Mm. Bailey's putting the SmackDown's Women's Championship title on the line against Nikki Cross. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt in the Wyatt Swamp fight, cinematic fight. Nah. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins in eye for an eye match. Sounds interesting. And then we have uh, Apollo Crews going against MVP for the United States Championship. So... It's going to be interesting, especially the Wyatt Swamp fight. Uh, let's see if this is not a dud, and they can actually go maybe three for three on the cinematic fights. Mm. So we just gotta wait and see on that. Um, I'm surprised that they don't have the IC title up for grabs. Mm. So all in all. Uh, not a bad card so far. Well, let me see when are they doing it. Uh, live Sunday. Live. 
Sunday, uh, July 19th. So mm-hmm. this is what next week, next Sunday. Yes. Um, seven Eastern. Oh no, this upcoming Sunday. Yes. Uh, seven Eastern for Pacific. Yes. So. Um, but uh, why I still don't like is extreme rules. If it is extreme rules, shouldn't all of them be extreme rules? The closest thing is extreme rules is the eye for an eye match, but that's not even listed under extreme rules. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, we just gotta wait until Raw and SmackDown this week, the go home shows. Uh, for Extreme Rules to see if there's going to be any more matches to be announced or any stipulations. So, we just got to wait. Alright then. So, there we go. That's all wrestling news. That's all all this whole week of wrestling that's been caught up and everything. Um, all in all, I say this was a good week for wrestling. You know, a lot of great shows. A lot of good matches. We got to see fans back um, in New Japan. So, hopefully, if that works out, we might get to see more uh, fans in more venues. Maybe over here in the United States, we might get to see some fans as well. Um, but like I said, we all got we have to wait and see what happens this week. If they in Japan, if the, if there was an increase or a decrease, and if any of the fans were infected. As well. It seems that I read up on uh, Twitter that in Japan they actually allowed baseball to have fans again. So that could be another possible factor as to. Uh, Okay, if baseball is doing it like this and blah blah blah. What is going to mean for New Japan? Well, New Japan they let fans in only a fourth of the total venue. So um, maybe they might do the same for baseball. But if it wor- but if it works in baseball, like I said, it'd be good news for New Japan. But we kind of have to see too: are the fans are cheering, are the fans yelling, or they're just doing you know like how they did in New Japan. The supports by clapping. You know, the, lar- the louder, the larger the claps, the bigger, the higher the support is, and stuff like that, and so on and so forth. You know? So. We just gotta wait and see. So, alright then. So, thank you guys so much. That's it for Red Shoe Shoots. I hope you guys had a great time and spending time with us. We'll be back next week to talk about, well, the Horror Show Extreme Rules and every other wrestling news that's coming out this week. Until then, I am Captain Katz. And I am We Are Katz. All right. Hope you guys have a great time. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe. Put on your mask. Keep your physical distancing on the side. You know, be supportive with people. Treat people with respect. And keep on watching wrestling. Until then, take care. Have a good one. See you guys next week. Yo-ho.